Welcome back to the, another episode of the Unqualified Huddle with me, Sham, Simon and Shan. We just had our first mock draft uh, where we did 1-16 to for our last episode. We're back. We're now here to take you through the rest of round one. But first of all, how are you guys feeling? Were you happy with your first half of your first round? I have to apologise to the Philadelphia Eagles nation. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. It's not often I make mistakes, you guys. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised this is happening. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm surprised. Shan has come in here and he's apologising. Let's, let's, see, like, you know, carry on. Sorry, so, I'm, I'm a bit in shock. With the Philadelphia Eagles, I went with. You went with Jordan Davis. Let's get that I, clear. Uh, I Georgia. went with Jordan Davis, and I love the player, but the Philadelphia Eagles have a couple of picks close next to each other and seeing uh chris alave go straight sorry not chris alave there's a huge huge disagreement between the saints fan in the room and and the jags fan uh, but seeing jameson williams go straight after i'm like maybe maybe they should have just shored up a receiver and then come back and hope um davis is still on the board but we they, move. They, we move. They, they really should have tried to show up a receiver, and I'll tell you as for why. Because now I'm drafting as the LA Chargers, and with the way that the draft has fell and the board has fell, um, it, it only means there's only one pick that this LA Chargers team can really do, and that is picking up Chris Olave. Um, nah. Ohio State. Wait, really? What yeah, a move! I, what a move! Give uh, them that deep threat. I, I think it's really important. Obviously, they've got they've got Williams, but the thing what you, I always seem to find with this Chargers team is they've got all the talent in the world, but they're always hurt. They always get injured. So you shore up as much talent as you can so that you've got enough players. And I think a, an extra wide receiver to help Herbert out is what they need to look for right now. And that hurts. That hurts. I, I like the pick. Um, you can't have enough good receivers. In today's NFL, you've got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and now Chris Olave. That that's scary. It's dangerous. And that's all because the Eagles screwed it up. Go on then, Shan. You gotta sort out the Eagles' mess that you created. Yeah, you've got to try and fix them now. You've you've messed them up, so let's see what you're gonna do to fix them. I'm hurt. Like, like I'm devastated here. All right. Well, it's clear that my apology to Eagles Nation was was warranted because I am devastated that there's not a receiver worth picking now. Uh, having said that, we move. I think George Pickens has enough upside for the Philadelphia Eagles to consider him here. Uh, no way. This is going to feel like another Jalen Rager type pick when you're picking him 18th overall. You say that, but Devonta Smith, shown that he's he's been worth the draft capital last year. They've made mistakes in the past with Rager, with Aguilar. Um, I think Pickens has the upside. And we've, we know receivers from Georgia in the past have had upside. Um, and so I think if they miss out on some of the top crop, I think they would see... They, they can talk themselves into Sam. getting a high upside guy in Pickens. Can I ask you a question? What yes. have the Eagles done to you? What have they? What have they actually <laughs> done to you? Deserve this? Like what? What? I'm giving them the best they... best receiver available. <laughs> it's not the best receiver available. I, I just like let, let's just move on because this is lunacy. This is lunacy at this point. He's he's struggled 
with injuries. You take that out, this guy can be a prototypical, prototypical the, the, number one receiver for your team. The, just to throw it out there, don't hate the player. Just take the pick. Anyway, let's, yeah, let's crack I on. I agree. There are teams coming up who could do with this type of player. I it mean, won't be around for long. Okay, I mean, if I'm the Saints, I'm, I'm delighted that I, I am not having that as my pick at receiver and I've got Jamison Williams sorted. But now if I'm the same, so I'm laughing because my other option, the pick previous, would have been this guy who I'm taking with my next first round pick, killing off two major needs, Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa, easy decision. That guy is a beast. You look at his game film, he is an absolute menace on the field. I'm very happy if the Saints actually pick him. I mean, if it's playing for Northern Iowa... I mean, if he's playing for Northern Iowa, he should be destroying some of the teams that he's up against. But even in the even in the Senior Bowl, he looked really good, and he was playing really well. And one of the things as well, our our all stud right tackle Ryan Ramchek came from a smaller college. You know, I'm happy with this pick. All right, Simon, you're you're picking for the Steelers here, and I'm looking at a quarterback <laughs> who's graduated from Pitt called Kenny Pickett. Will he join the Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, realistically, as we've talked about previously and how it's already talked about, it's not a strong um, quarterback class this year, or at least that's what the talk is. Um, both of the well, Pittsburgh, sorry. He's, he's got the legendary Mitchell Trubisky ahead of him who he can learn <laughs> from, right? Well, well Pittsburgh are in, in dire need, um, as we've just talked about. Uh, currently their starter is Mitchell Dubisky. So they're in dire need of getting a quarterback. Uh, and yeah, we'll go with the local boy, Kenny Pickett. They need something. This guy, at least he's a local town hero. So they might, you know, might give him something. I, I don't know more than that. I don't I don't really like the pick. It's just it feels the need. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, the fans might enjoy him because, you know, they won't have to buy in hard for him. In that area, so Kenny Pickett is. Yeah, I, it is what it is. You take a shot. He's from Pitt. We, we, James Connor's from Pitt. You see, you know, the Pittsburgh have got a history of getting players from from their own college. Um, and who knows? We we talk about all this, um, you know, quarterback evaluations. But half time, so many players flop. There's some steals later on in the first round. I I don't mind it. So moving on, you've got the, the New England Patriots, Sam. I ain't going to pretend to know what Bill Belichick's going to do. But having said that, I know he likes versatile players. So I'm thinking I'm thinking he wants to go inside linebacker here and go Devin Lloyd. Uh, Hightower, Kyle Van Noy. There's, there's some holes to fill for the New England Patriots. And I think he's athletic, Devin Lloyd is so... He's the type of player that Bill Belichick would love to get in the building. I don't hate yeah, it. I don't hate it. It's a, like you say, the versatile player. This is sort of Bill Belichick style. He can cover, he can pass rush, he can make tackles. So yeah, I quite like it. Yeah, I'm a fan of that pick. Uh, they could have gone Kyrie Elam, Andrew Booth, the corner as well. But now we're moving on to the Green Bay Packers. Well, we we know what happened. We lost uh, Devontae uh, Adams. Is there a receiver? Yes, there is. But it's definitely not... I mean, it's definitely a receiver who I had higher than George Pickens. 
And I'm going Traylon Burke out of Arkansas. I know it was pro day disappointed. He was heavier than expected, slower than this is probably his game film. But I think he offers a lot of versatility. I think he's going to be Aaron Rodgers' best friend. So I'm going to trade on Burke's wide receiver out of Arkansas. It, it's a no-brainer. They need a wide receiver. And you can talk yourself into him here. Uh, they've lost Devontae Adams. You need to replace him. Aaron Rodgers is there. And I don't care who's left. You pick, pick the best receiver available this year. Yeah, it's it, it, similar to what you just both said. Um, they need receiver help. This is receiver help. No more said. Had to be done. Uh, moving forward, I'm going to pick for Shan's team. Um, and quite honestly, I'm a bit surprised that this guy is still on the board. But it, it it's kind of a need for them, I think, with Chandler Jones going to um, Las Vegas. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, George Kalaftis. Uh, he's still on the board. S. Roger from Purdue. Um, that's who the Cardinals are going to pick up at this point. Surprising that he's still he's fell this far in the draft, to be honest. But that you know they'll take on. It's a good pickup for them. I I Can love help. the pick. Like I I can't believe he is here at twenty three overall. Um, but it's it's a no brainer, particularly as Chandler Jones isn't there anymore. And the Cowboys would have been really unhappy with that player going off the board. I feel. Which is the next pick? The Cowboys, John. So the Cowboys, I'm thinking two two things here. They've lost Amari Cooper and they've, for some reason, love love having receivers on their team. Um, so I could see them, I could see them testing that position. But with how the boards fell, um, I think Zion Johnson, uh, the O lineman from Boston College, makes some sense here. Uh, they need to keep Dak upright. Then they've got enough firepower with CD Lamb coming into the zone. You've got Michael Gallup, who, who got a n- new contract, rightfully so as well. Um, so I, I, I like Zion Johnson as a cowboy. Yeah, like the player. And I think it'll like make the them better. Like the player. Dislike the pick. <laughs> I, I just, again, I feel like there's is a it, need is, that, the, that cowboys need to fill up. Rather is than it too early first. for a guard, do you think? I don't, I don't know if it's too early for a guard. I just feel like the, the cowboys could have done with D-line help. Um, over offensive line help. I think that's an area where they're going to struggle this year. They could do with an inside guy, um, which, they, you know, they're still... Um, Dev- Devontae Wyatt still on the board. I think that would have been their pick for me if I was drafting for them, that is. Yeah, I mean, they've gone trench. I can't blame them going for either trench at this stage. Uh, but I, I would have liked to see... I mean, I'm happy for them that they've got a player that they can build on. And there's a good player. But I'm going with the Buffalo Bills now. And one of the things I'm considering, could they be the first team that takes a running back in the first round? I don't want to be that guy who gives them uh, Breeth Hall or Kenneth Walker the third right now, um, who are the top two running backs for me. Oh, it's got to be a corner, right? Opposite Tredavious White. They lost Levi Wallace. I'm thinking here, do I go with a Kyrie Elam? Do I go with an Andrew Booth? There's there's nothing really else that stands out for me as it as something I'd want to take at this stage. Kenyon Green's a good player. I'm gonna go with um even Devontae Wyatt is a good player. Can they just fit him in the rotation right now? I'm just gonna go with a bigger need. I'm going with Andrew Booth Jr., the cornerback out of Clemson. This didn't really feel again, I, I just feel like we're not drafting the right needs here. 
<laughs> uh, if that was, if that's my opinion of it anyway, I feel like again, Devonte Wyatt is being massively disrespected here by the pair of you as a player that could be I, useful for both of these teams. I would have gone. I would have gone uh, with Andrew Booth Jr. as well from Clemson. Um, I've got nothing against him, Simon, but I, I feel like they could do with some cornerback help, and Booth fits the mold. They have no depth at cornerback after their first corner. They need corner help there. Well, they wanted Eric Stokes last year, but they didn't land him. Oh, now no, it's, it's back to me with the Titans. And I'm going to stop disrespecting Devontae Wyatt, as you two are. Um, and I'm going to pick him up. The, the I, don't, I, don't see them, I don't see the Titans picking a defensive tackle. What, with, what this guy does? They already have. But you, he's going to bolster that defensive line to make him more of a menace than what they were last year. It, out of the players that are left on the board, I think this is their best pick for now because obviously we've still got further rounds to go. You get the talent that's available. This is one of the best available players. And yeah, I mean, I, they've definitely gone best available player, that's for sure. Um, I'm just surprised it's not, you know... An, uh, mm. A linebacker potentially at this stage, in uh, uh, off the ball linebacker type, or even a Kenyan Green. But I mean, you have picked the best available player. I'm just thinking, looking at their depth chart, they got um, Jeffrey Simmons playing as their pass rushing uh, three tech next to Tay Tart, who just signed a new deal. But depth, you I guess you're going for. You get you get a rotation as well. It's no it's no good to having two inside defensive linemen that are going to do do the job for you. This is where the better teams come in. Like you look at the Rams, they have a healthy rotation of de- defensive linemen. This is this is what you need to build the trenches up for. It's no good just having two defensive linemen. I mean, do the Rams have a? Did the Rams really have a big rotation though? I don't know. Yeah, they've, they've got a few D linemen that they keep switching in and out and edge rushes. And like you look at the better teams, obviously the team that I know the best for is the Saints. But one of the reasons what makes the Saints defensive line so good is that they've got a rotation of like four or five inside defensive linemen and edge rushes where they can switch them in so they keep them fresh. You don't want to be playing the same guy for the whole game. They'd get tired. I mean, what what I will say about this pick of Devontae Wyatt, he saw his uh, fellow Georgia inside defensive lineman, Jordan Davis, go 15th overall. This guy could be going 26th overall and could be the better one out of the two. So Tennessee is definitely picking best available player. That's for sure. They could have even gone receiver, right? Did that ever cross your mind? Uh, yes, but again, it kind of comes down to what receivers are available and if there warrant a pick at this stage, which I don't believe there is anyone that still warrants a pick at this this stage of the uh, the draft. They can still get some guys in the second round, sort of thing that might be able to help out. It it just comes yeah. down to talent and you know. Yeah, and I can see them wanting to trade down. There's no glaring holes, uh, but at the same time, best player available. For me, I'm picking for Bucks later, and I probably would have gone here if you didn't grab him for the Titans. All right, so for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Todd Bowles' first pick as the head coach, um, with Todd Bowles, I want to go defense, and there there are... Some options here, but I want to take David Ajabo uh, from Michigan. And he's, he's a prospect who might not be an impact straight away, but he'll be a good player on an already stacked roster. Um, and he'll be able to complement um, 
complement them and come in um, to keep them fresh. I, I like the pick because, like I say, you can never have too many like pass rushes, never too, too many defensive linemen. I think this guy is a great player for the team uh, and he can really help elevate that pass rush. Yeah, I'm a huge fan as well. I really do, do, do like him a lot. Um, now I'm, we're back with the Green Bay Packers. And I'm thinking pass rusher here. But I'm also thinking, do I double dip on the receiver? I don't think it's a Green Bay thing to do. Um, do I go inside? Oh, this is close. All right, I definitely know what position I'm going if I'm the Green Bay Packers here. And I'm thinking Boyer Maffey, or I'm thinking Arnold Ebedike, who, who's got some sort of Yanni Kingakwe to him. I'm going to go with my highest player on my board right now, and that's Boyer Maffey, um, to go with their other pick, which was Traylon Burks. I think that's, that's the right pick. They've addressed their receiver need, and they're, they're not the best team in the NFL. They, they, they still need to take the best talent available to them, and I think that's that's the right pick. I, I'm not a massive fan of the pick, uh, I'm not going to lie, um, mainly because I think they need offensive line help. They had a lot of injuries last year that destabled their team a little bit, and they have some defensive linemen available. But anyway, we will we'll move on because uh, we need to get through the rest of the picks. Um, we're coming on with the Chiefs. Me and Shan have both got a pick for this this Kansas City Chiefs team. Um, but with, with their first uh, pick, what we're going to look at doing is shoring up their cornerback position. Uh, I'm going to take Kerr Elam uh, from Florida. I think he's the best cornerback still available. He's a great addition to this team and can really help them out. Um, especially in a AFC West that's going to be very pass happy with the quartet of quarterbacks it now has in it. I think this guy's a great pick to help them out. Yeah, and they lost they lost their big uh cornerback in free agency as well. Um so yeah Kyle makes a lot of sense at this stage. Yeah, I like it. For if you weren't going to go for the cornerback position, I was. So I think now we know where the Chiefs are going with their second pick. And it's definitely wide receiver. Uh, they need to replace Tyree Kill, and I'm, I've got them going with Christian Watson, the wide receiver from North Dakota State. Um, he, he's he's a senior. He he had a good showing at the Senior Bowl. Um, he's six foot four, so a prototypical wide receiver in a different mold to Tyree Kill. But I don't think they need to des- uh, necessarily replace Tyree Kill with another. Um, you know, a yak monster. And I think that they'll like Christian Watson and pair him up with Patrick Mahomes long-term. Yeah, I don't hate the pick. I mean, if they wanted a Tyreek Hill replacement, they could have gone someone like Sky Moore. But Christian Watson brings them size. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, well, looking at the board here, there's a player just screaming out to me. I know they picked up Ted Karras in free agency, but Ted Karras is Ted Karras. Tyler Lindenbaum is their future. Inside offensive lineman center. First center on the board. Only center worth taking in the first round. I'm going Tyler Lindenbaum here with a pick 31 overall. 
I like this pick. Last year, Cincinnati Bengals got criticised for going with flash over substance with Jamar Chase over an O-lineman in Penisual. This year, I, I like the pick. You've got your bona fide superstar quarterback who you need to protect. So I, I like the pick on the O-line. Yeah, I, I think this is a great pickup. Um, I'm surprised Lyndon Baum's available at this point. I think, with, like, like we've already talked about, I think there's teams that could have done with him earlier on in the draft. But, you know, He's happy to go to the Bengals. They're happy to get a center that's going to help keep Burrows up. And with the final pick, it's the Detroit Lions. So we, we come back full circle. I picked for the Lions number two overall. We took an edge rusher. I'm now picking for them 32nd overall. And what we're going to look at doing is just getting the best player available, to be honest. There's a lot of uh, talent needed on this Lions team. And to me, the best player available right now is Nakobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia. Um, I, I again, I'm surprised he's available right now. Um, but he will give them an elite linebacker that will help with uh, showing up the middle of the field. He's a massive upgrade to their current middle linebacker, Alex Anzalone. So that's my pick for the Detroit Lions. There's yeah, no wrong, yeah, there's no wrong pick for the Detroit Lions at this point. They just need to stack talent. Now, give them a defensive general as well, and that, that's big for Dan Campbell, I feel. Uh, I know I'm just thinking how Dan Campbell is as a person, but Nicobe Dean's a great fit. And that wraps up our draft. Um, I'm just going to quickly recap 1 to 32, if that's all right with you guys. Aiden Hutchinson, number one to the Jags. Detroit picked Kevin Thibodeau. Then Ahmad Gardner to the Texans. Travon Walker to the Jets. Evan Neal to the Giants. Now Carolina Panthers selecting the first quarterback, Malik Willis. Giants picking up Jermaine Johnson. I know Simon. Didn't like that pick at all. Um, the Falcons picking up their wide receiver one in Drake London. Seattle picking Ikim Aquanu, who they ran to the podium for. Steely. Garrett Wilson to the Jets. Um, the Washington Commanders picked up Charles Cross. The Vikings followed up with Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU. Houston with their second pick in the first round. Kyle Hamilton, safety. A very safe player, if you get what I'm saying. Um, the Baltimore Ravens picking up Trent McDuffie. Um, at 14th overall, Philadelphia picking Jordan Davis. Then you had New Orleans Saints picking up a receiver, Jameson Williams. The Chargers followed suit by picking Chris Olave. The Eagles, George Pickens, so three receivers in a row. Trevor Penning fixed another need for the Saints after that at 19th. 20th, Pittsburgh Steelers stay in Pittsburgh for Kenny Pickett, the quarterback of the future. New England, Devin Lloyd. Green Bay Packers fixing up a receiver need with Traylon Burks. Arizona going George Karlaftis at edge. Dallas following up with Zion Johnson, the, the, the guard from Boston College. Buffalo going Andrew Booth at cornerback. Tennessee going Devontae Wyatt, the other inside defensive lineman out of Georgia. Tampa Bay going David Ajabo, um, the opposite player to Aiden Hutchinson and Mich- Michigan at edge. Green Bay Packers going Boyer Maffey, the edge out of Minnesota. Kansas City. Kyrie Elam cornerback, and then double dipping in one-two picks, and they fix another need at receiver with Christian Watson, wide receiver. The Cincinnati Bengals then, with the 31st pick selected, the center for the future, Tyler Linderbaum, and the Detroit Lions, we just finished off with the Kobe Dean linebacker out of Georgia. Wow, that was a long read. Yeah, I think some teams would be happier than others, but I think overall... Everyone's got talented players to join their teams, and that's the main thing. And uh, we will argue on draft day who's got the better draft, but really, 
um, few years, a few years down the line, we'll, we'll actually know. Yeah, and I, I believe every team will feel they've hit the home run. Uh, and that finishes our episode of the Unqualified Huddle. We've just gave you the mock draft of all mock drafts. Thank you for listening. Peace. Bye, Nora.